0: Hey, you're tuned in to Cake, the culture and arts podcast for kids and everyone. On today's show, we'll be learning all about screen printing and we also visit the Boys National School in Castle Island where they've been working on a mural in their schoolyard. Did you know
1: that the largest mural in Ireland is on the side of a building in Dundalk? It's a 41-metre-high painting of the Celtic warrior god Lou and it took 247 cans of spray paint and 180
0: litres of emulsion paint to complete it. Whoa, that's a lot of paint. Let's find out what the students of Castle Island Boys National School painted on their wall.
2: My name is Zach. We are painting today in the Boys National School, and we are doing a very nice mural. We started painting the mural about three weeks ago. We've nearly finished it. So you're just going to crouch
0: down here, I'm going to give you all all a little paintbrush and all a little pot of colour and what we're going to do
3: is we're going to do some tiny little flowers. My name Rochelle Lucy, I'm a visual artist, I partnered with the Education Centre in Tralee so it allows me to do a lot of different projects in schools um, all around Kerry. So a lot of the projects would be based on murals dictated by the kids and then I just kind of assist them along the way.
4: I'm Tiernan and derry and I'm in 6th class. Hi, my name is Orestes and I'm from 5th class. We came up with the design by going up town, because at the start of the town there is a moral on a building and we asked kids what they like about it and what they would like on our mural. We had a Zoom meeting with Rochelle and we told her all the ideas we wanted. He just took a piece of everyone's ideas and added it into one big picture. We have our church, our castle, Desmond's castle. We have subjects we do in school, like Chromebooks, we do Minecraft education on all. And we have different sports balls because we enjoy sports. We also have Minecraft blocks over there that we'll be adding more detail on.
3: Dip in your brush, brush off any excess to the side and then you can just press in with your with your brush, and they kind of make little petals, don't they? You kind of do maybe like
5: four or five, and then you get got a little So it looks
1: kind of
3: like a little flower, doesn't it? I am uh, Ben
1: in sixth time. class. The mural has a book, a violin, there's a basketball, and it has a river on the mural, too. River Main. We're using,
4: um, like, home paints, the paints you would use to paint your bedroom or house.
2: I've painted on paper, but I haven't really painted on one before. I mean, it dries out quicker on paper, but on the walls, there's more space, and uh, it looks nicer, like, you can more colours on the wall than on paper. My like, name um, is Shane Sinish, so, and I'm in fifth class. There's way more work to do on a wall than usually paper goes. that I use. You have to do more layouts. It's pretty rough. You have to get a lot more paint if you want to, like, put it on the wall, like, and make it look nice and bright. I'm going to get you
3: some small brushes. Yeah. And
1: get the two of you the same one. Is that okay? okay? Hi, my name is Sean and I'm in uh, fifth class. I think the mural will make the schoolyard look colorful and bright. I think it will bring it
2: out more. Well, when is, people are walking by the color. gate, they'll see it and think oh, that's nice.
0: It but... will
4: definitely add more color to our yard and more creativity. And it might get people to think, oh, I'd like to paint something like that at home. So get people more creative. We learned like certain skills, like only dab your paint and like dip it off the sides and like how to make flowers easily. Just get your paint brush and paint it diagonal in both directions, upwards and downwards. <laughs> that will create you flowers. And different brushes create different shapes of flowers.
2: My name is Keegan O'Brien. Um, you can make lots of colors by using three colors. You can use red, yellow and blue <laughs> to make nearly all the colours. So I can get some ideas for the art I do at home by myself. My mum might let me paint a wall, right. wall at home. He made a smiley face but I'm trying to patch it up and i it the nicer. That's like a sun. We could put a smiley face on him. Or we could maybe put some more yellow flowers down here. I'm all about, so hey, look, this is all I like,
3: can The best part of working with kids is just letting their imagination go and letting them decide what to put on the walls, because it's not something they do every day. They do a lot of art in schools, but they get to actually do something different, and I love their ideas.
1: My favourite part
2: of the mural would be the planets and everything. I like the castle and the church because it reflects our town. My favourite is probably all the sports balls, because I really enjoy sports. It's very really exciting working with a real artist, I haven't worked with them before. It's fun because Rochelle is very nice and kind. Working like out here is pretty fun because it's a very nice day today. You get to play with your friends and do cool stuff and learn new techniques. I
1: feel like more schools should do this because it really like brings out the energy of the school. What a lovely project. When a group of people come together to work on an art project, a kind of magic happens. And you also learn lots of new skills like cooperation, communication and problem solving.
0: Teamwork makes the dream work. Did you ever work on a mural, Sebastian? Well, while I was away in South America, we got to go to a town with lots of graffiti and we did our own little piece while we were there with my family, so I guess I can count as a mural. So you're saying you're a vandal? Yes, and I'm admitting it got a national radio. If you'd like to make your own personal mural design, stay tuned for tips and tricks from our creative mastermind, Joe.
3: Hello young creatives, it's great to have you back. My name is Jo and I work for a creative company called Recreate. We work with artists on projects and we have created murals in the past. A mural painting is usually an image or painting which will be applied onto a ceiling or wall and in most cases tells a story or has a message to tell the audience. For example, one of my favourite street artists is Joe Caslin. He makes very detailed portraits of people, turns them into these huge, huge large-scale artworks, and then pastes them up on the street. His process works a little bit like this, so he does the drawings, then he prints them onto large lengths of paper and pastes them up onto buildings, a bit like wallpapering. Last year, I created my own mini mural. I submitted a design for the Dublin canvas project, the project uses the boxes next to traffic lights to display images, or in this case, use as a canvas. The images are made by all sorts of different people, not just artists. My design was selected, and you can see it near the eamon Cant Park, which is on Sundrive Road in Crumlin. The piece is called Parchaeological Dig. This piece is imagining what is buried in the layers underneath the surface of the park. I imagine there were toys and teacups, maybe a fox's den, a skeleton of a great Irish elk. You don't need a large building or a ceiling to create your own mural. I was thinking you could see if you had a large piece of material or an old bedsheet and create a more portable mural with it. I've created a mural by painting on an old window blind in the past. How do we get started on a design to make a mural though? When designing anything I always doodle my ideas first because more than likely my ideas and original thoughts may need to be developed more. With the Dublin canvas piece, I knew that it had to be related to where the traffic light box was situated, near a park on a row called Sundrive. I was also inspired by the tiny pieces of ceramic that I found in the park, and this sparked my idea of imagining what was buried below the surface and what we don't see. What type of message or story would you like to tell? Is it something you'd like adults to know about? Or is there something that you really believe in or are concerned about? What can the person that looks at the mural learn about you? Once you have doodled your thoughts down, made sketches and decide on a theme or image, the next step is to think of the layering of the picture. What I mean is to start with the background. Is it a block color? Then what is the next layer? You might want to design a forest, for example, and after you have painted the sky as your block color, which is the background, you then might want to paint the trees, which is the midground, And lastly, maybe some people in the forest, which is the foreground. The materials you'll need for this are a paper and pencil for sketches, maybe some fabric, an old bed sheet, or a large piece of paper, and maybe some paint and pens. Pick a location, a theme, a message. If you want to share them, email a photo to junior at rte.ie.
1: Now you know how to design your own mural. There's nothing
0: stopping you. Just make sure you ask permission before you start painting any walls, Sebastian. If walls aren't your thing, though, maybe our next creative technique is for you. Over to Ellie.
2: I'm Ellie, and I'm from Calardland, County Kerry. I'm 10 years old. Today, my cousin Lauren and I are on our way to meet graphic designer and screen printer Derek Kinch at his workshop. He runs Kinch Design Studio and Bua Print, and he is going to tell us all about screen printing. What are we gonna be doing today?
5: So we're gonna be doing screen printing. Screen printing is essentially the oldest form of printing in the world ever. The first step to screen printing is you have to make your design. Um, I'm actually just gonna show you some designs over here. There's a couple of ways that you can make your design. You can freehand it, paint it, and as long as you design it on uh, acetate film. And acetate film is, as you can see here, it's a clear sheet. You know. I'd
2: like
5: the lab print on the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah, of, pretty abstract. Really nice. nice, but like,
2: I like that on the shirt here.
5: Yeah. Okay, so the next step then, once you have your design, um, it's about coating the screen. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what a screen looks like yeah. without any design on it. Okay. Um, and the screen is pretty much, its it's a mesh.
2: So, um like would
5: you like get that like on the side of like your bag like be like to hold the water bottle yeah. that comes here? That's correct, yeah. So in order to get your, your design, you need to coat the screen in a in a photo sensitive emotion. Now okay. I can't actually open this because as I said, it's it's light sensitive. Oh. So what do you think that means?
2: So like it would
5: need to be done in the dark? Yeah. Brilliant, yeah, well done. And then then you do it in the, in, the, in the dark room with the red light and you, you can actually see what you're doing and you put on the, the stencil and then that's that. And so once the stencil is on and you've put on your design, the next step is the fun messy bit. What we do, we line up our screens and we're gonna get you to roll up the sleeves there. And yeah, it's just important as well, you know, these days with the environment and everything, like everything is water-based, so it doesn't harm the environment. Which ink do you want to print with first? Probably yellow. Yellow, okay, perfect. Does it
2: matter what color you use?
5: No, it doesn't at all. You can use any color at all. It's recommended, but you don't have to, um, that you use a light color first, then a medium color, and then maybe a darker color. Oh, okay. Put the paint on here. Okay. So it's a nice yellow, isn't it? It's kind of an orangey yeah. yellow.
2: Yeah.
5: All right, and we we'll just put it across like this. Water gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Water gone wrong. We're going to flood the screen, right? And there's a nice sound to this. So at a forty-five degree angle, do you want to hold it thoroughly? softly. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I'll just put more ink there. That was good. So flood it one more time. Is that okay? Nearly it. We'll just go one more. All right, perfect. And Lauren, if you just want to try it as well.
2: You just go lightly.
5: Go very lightly, Light. yeah. <sighs> yep, nice one. Okay, so now we're gonna put the, the ink down on the page. So we may have to make sure that the page is all, is covering the ink area. And it is.
2: Is it special paint to go through?
5: It's screen printing ink. You can, you can probably print with the normal acrylic inks or anything like that. Okay. The only problem is that you want to wash it away straight away, because you don't want acrylic ink drying on the screen.
2: Oh yeah, it would like crack or something, and yeah, stuff.
5: and it might it might kind of damage the screen a little bit. Oh. And then if the screen is damaged, we you might be able do to print it. again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Lauren, you do the first on this 45 degree angle, kind of firmly and fairly fast. Just pull back, but not too hard, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Just
2: like kind of
5: Perfect, yeah. Now I'd nearly do another one, but maybe not as fast this time. Perfect. we're oh, really left like. cool.
2: Yeah? Cool.
5: Really cool. Do you like this?
2: Yeah.
5: So now what we're gonna do, we're gonna move on and very quickly, I'm gonna get you to print the tote bag. Are we using a
2: different print for the bag or, how it is, or is it the same print
5: as that? I've actually prepared another one if you wanna use that one. Okay. Yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah. And we can use a nice, really dark, rich color if you want. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what kind of colors do you think there's, you can have a look at them there if you want. uh, Is it only one color? It's one color, yeah. Now what we can do with the tote bag, if you want to to experiment, we can mix the two colors, and we can kind of put the two colors on at the same time, and we can squeeze it through and see kind of what pattern it might make. Okay. Put the
2: red and the blue, and they'd make purple.
5: It's kind of like, um, do you know a tie dye? Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the <gasps> colours won't actually cool. blend; they'll just be next to each other. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, we'll try that. Uh, it's
2: very time consuming.
5: <laughs> it is time consuming, yeah. um, but it's it's an art form, and I think if you if you like art or if you love art, art takes
2: time.
5: Exactly. (laughs) Well said. Art takes time.
2: I love art. Yeah, I'm a really artsy person, like because I like drawing things, like like I like drawing maybe people or things. Like I just like sometimes I just look around and I said that would be cool to draw. So I just draw it. Then I don't really do art like a lot, but whenever I do it, it is really fun and like it makes you get a bit creative.
5: So with this one now, we're kind of just going a different method. It's more experimenting. And experimentation is pretty good with art because sometimes you come up with things that you probably wouldn't have thought of.
2: Is it kind of like a thing if you put on too much paint or too little paint, does it kind of mess it up?
5: I think the messier, the better, really. And experimentation is pretty good with art because sometimes you come up with things that you probably wouldn't have thought of.
2: I oh, really cool. yeah. We've mm. just
5: lifted the screen up and uh, the top bag. It is, it's huge. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It kind of looks like the tie dye is like, it's like
2: splattered. Yeah,
5: it's just creative, you know, and that's that's the best thing about screen printing.
2: It's yeah. like if you mess up and then it just still turns out nice.
5: Sometimes it's the best. Yeah, and
2: like I just thought that was really fun when you opened it up and see the design like after it was interesting and now i like that we get to take it home as well (laughs) because they're really nice
0: i've always wondered how they did those cool looking prints on those tote bags it's a fun technique it's thought that screen printing is one of the oldest printing techniques in the world and it can be traced back thousands of years ago to china if you'd like to experiment with printing, Joe's up next with another crafty assignment for you to try at home.
3: Hello, hello. It's great to have your ears and marvellous brains. Join us for an injection of creativity and wonderings. And in this piece, we'll be playing with print, which has been inspired by the experiences of the young presenters in the previous section. Many moons ago, while I was living in a small city in Italy, Florence, I learned how to silkscreen print using professional equipment and paint. It was a very time consuming process, but led to very clean and crisp results and taught me lots about layering images, positive and negative space within photography and sunlight's part to play in that. There are so many different varieties of printing that you don't need fancy equipment to get you experimenting and playing with print. So this is what we're going to be doing next. Let's experiment with stamping. We'll need paint and paper. This can get quite messy using paint, so I recommend wearing clothes you don't mind getting a bit dirty and cover your workspace area. It may also help to tape down the paper to prevent it from slipping. So, let's do this step by step. Step one, gather your materials to create a stamp. You will need card and scissors. You could use a cereal box. Next, you're going to cut out your shapes and make a design. So, for example, if you wanted to make a stamp that looked like a flower, you'd cut out your petals in the centre of the flower, and the leaf and the stem all separately. And then you'd stick it down onto your backing card. Step three, gently use your paintbrush to cover the relief part of the stamp for the design that you've just stuck on. Step four, flip it over and apply firm pressure over your stamp. Then gently peel away to reveal your design. The nice thing about this experiment is that once you have made your stamp, you can use it multiple times. You could even create more than one stamp. You could see what happens when you print with different items like feathers and leaves and sponge. Don't throw your experiments away though. Why not chop them up and make them into a new collage image? You could also let the paint dry and print on top of the prints. Once you've played enough and discovered a method or type of print you really like, Why not transfer your design onto a piece of old clothing, like a t-shirt or a pair of jeans? You can buy textile paint medium, which means you can use commonly found paints like acrylic or poster paint. Mix in the medium, give it an iron, and that means you can wash it and the design won't come off. Here's a list of the materials you'll need. Paint, paper, card to make a stamp, cereal box works really well, but sometimes you might want something a little bit thicker for real definition. You'll need some scissors and some glue, a paintbrush, maybe some of the textile paint medium. This is very cheap and you can buy it in art shops and costs around about seven euro. And then bits to print with, like leaves and sponge, maybe some potatoes, corks, feathers, flowers. And if you'd like to take it that next step further, an old t-shirt, give it a new lease of life. So not all of your prints are gonna be perfect, but you can get amazing results from things that seem to have gone wrong. We all love something new, But this lets you turn something old into new and also unique.
1: We hope you all enjoyed the show today and maybe you'll give mural painting or printing a go yourself. If you do, be sure to let us know and send a picture of what you created to
0: junior at rte.ie. Join us next week when our reporters will be putting their past making skills to the test. And bass player Adam meets a rock band aftershock. Bye. Bye. Cake was produced by the RGE Junior radio team, with help from reporters from all across the country.
1: Compiled by Ethan O'Neill and presented by us, Andrea and Sebastian.